This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, Salam, Shalom, Namaste, Sastrikal, Aloha, Hola, Ciao, and Bonjour. It's so good to be with you again today, and I'm extra happy today because I have my friend Sarah, who is a brilliant visibility coach, and we. I'm so excited to hear more from you, Sarah. Will you jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do? Oh, thank you, and what an amazing welcome. How many languages is that you managed to say hello to? Oh my, I've never counted. Uh, <laughs> plenty. Well, I'm impressed already. And Samia, thank you first for having me here. So yeah, as you say, my name's Sarah, I'm a visibility coach, and I specifically work with normally mum entrepreneurs, um, and I help them to take themselves out into the world in a much bigger way so they can start having a a big impact they can start to serve they can show up and they can shine their light by doing whatever their thing is but by making sure that people can see them because it's so sad how many people have amazing talents gifts and they don't share them enough to allow others to see them to hear their messages and then be able to work with them so I help people do that that is so amazing because you're so right if you don't have the visibility then you can't make the difference that you want and if you're struggling to get more visibility then you know business doesn't feel so fun and easy totally right and that's exactly where I was and and what I tend to see happen is people have almost that excited initial honeymoon period of their business where they get some clients and they're really enthusiastic and they show up all the time and they they have that success but then it plateaus and that's where you have to step up and you have to find some different ways to take your message to the world and and a variation and there's too many of the same almost like methods the formulas that well you do this on social media and you do this on social media but actually if that doesn't suit you then there's lots of other ways that you can take yourself out there as well and that's really what I'm about so multi-channel multi-platform you totally shining your light so if you don't want to be in front of a camera you don't have to be if you hate writing if you hate video there's another way that you can do it all always yes oh my gosh I saw one of the posts that you made on your Facebook profile talking about this that when you first started out you were signing up for like five different webinar trainings like almost every day and actually I don't think I did five a day but I was in a similar situation where I was doing one or two new trainings every day and signing up for so many different things and it can just feel so overwhelming but you said really something brilliant about going what that made you realize about um, about just how we have a lot of choice and we get to choose and it can be frightening but it's also very empowering. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and I think everyone is, is unique and what our preferences are should always come into our business. So 
as I say, if you like being visible and you're super confident on the camera, then brilliant, use that as your method. But if you don't, then don't not share your message because you don't feel confident. There is a way, there's always a way. And it starts with you and feeling that you've got that to share and having that confidence within yourself because yeah you can waste so many hours and I did I, I used to just consume content and assume that I'd find the answers but actually the answers were always in me yes I do I must say I'm a little bit nerdy I love consuming content just for education it's so fun to learn but ultimately you have to stop at some point and and just look within like you said actually the answers are right there they are but yeah no you're right there's a line isn't there thought provoking getting getting yourself into being imaginative getting inspiration that's all really really valuable but just learning and not implementing or just learning and not taking action just learning and implementing actually what isn't yours as well now i think too too many times when we go down that route of i'll follow this formula it's not you and and eventually you'll get a friction and i, I i've seen it and i've experienced it as soon as there's a friction in how you're trying to turn up whether it be the words you're using, the method you're using, you can't sustain it. And it doesn't look authentic. It doesn't look like you. Yes. And it's not fun and easy. And it, and if, if, if there's that friction and it's disturbing your inner peace, I don't want that. Say, can you talk a little bit more about when you started your own business, did it help you to find inner peace? Oh, wouldn't it be amazing to say yes immediately it was just it was a no <laughs> so initially no so my my journey into my own business wasn't one of those that some people harbor a desire they they have that that almost calling to start something themselves and they've always dreamt of being an entrepreneur I didn't have any of that I was a corporate employee through and through and through and loved it I have to say but the time came for me to, to leave a particular employer and I didn't know what I was going to do after I had no plans. I used to go to interviews, maybe hoping I'd get the job, but then of course not getting the job because that wasn't intended for me. I truly believe that now. So coaching found me through a friend's suggestion. She pointed out and sort of shone that mirror to me to say everything you love doing in your previous roles was coaching that was the piece that really lit you up that was what kind of drove you to to enjoy your role so why not do that as your career so it didn't immediately feel like a comfy pair of shoes to put on because it was so alien to me I didn't have a clue how to start where to find my clients what niche to go into so it wasn't it certainly I wouldn't have said at any point in those early days yes the inner peace came but as soon as I did find my place in the world and who I was supposed to serve and how I was helping them and started to see the results that those I was helping were getting then yes the peace came because there was a relief uh, yes I am supposed to do this and then with the relief came just an absolute contentment and fulfillment so yes that continues now but not at first ah well thank you for sharing that so honestly because i know for so many of us 
again, it's like part of the way that marketing is done. You know, all the emphasis is on sharing the success that the different gurus have had and makes you and when you don't immediately have that kind of success that they're projecting and saying oh i made thirty thousand dollars in my first month and a hundred of clients and and well that's not how it happened for me and i'm struggling a lot and so then i'm like am i doing something wrong you know do i need to go back to consuming more training like what's up with that it's very very um not nice it's a thing for sharing so honestly and and i think that continues throughout your journey i i truly believe and, and i live by this that wherever you are right now is where you're supposed to be so if you're not having that immediate success and i don't necessarily believe all of these overnight successes there's something else happening that either they're not conscious of or they're not sharing um and and actually you're you're where you need to be so it might be that there's more learning this might might be there's more self-awareness you have to go through it might be that you haven't found your niche quite yet or your method of being visible you're where you need to be at that moment in time and being in that place of gratitude for exactly that is so powerful because i think impatience comes in a lot and exactly like you say you read those posts and you go well why isn't that happening for me yet where's my ten thousand dollars in a nanosecond i should be there now and as soon as that starts to drive your decisions impatience and lack and you're coming from a totally incorrect energetic place as opposed to being thankful being Mm. calm being patient and trusting that it's coming yeah yeah oh my gosh you know what you are sharing right now that's so soulful and I, I think it's reflective of the fact that you have a soul-led business which is something I love about you can you talk more about this idea of being a soul-led business and the ripple effects that you are able to see um, by having a soul-led business. I could talk all of, all day about this, Samia, but let's let's answer the question. So for me, having having a soul-led business means being being led exactly by your intuition. Now, if you'd asked me when I first started my business about intuition and running a business from a soul-led perspective, I would have laughed because I was so in a masculine environment in a very masculine world and an energy in most of the time very much a to-do list person an action taker very quick 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 and to think that I would step into a place of allowing and peace and harmony and calm and still be able to have a successful business did not seem possible to me I didn't think the two could exist in the same energetic space at all And it's only through my own journey of exploring myself, my preferences, my desires, my my spirituality and uncovering what that truly means for me that I can then really start to make an impact on those people who then go on to serve. So the ripple effect for me, and and it's very tangible and it's very easy for me to see that I serve female entrepreneurs who then go on to serve many others 
So each one that they then serve, they're impacting another life or another two lives or another three lives, or another four lives. And they're, they're making those people more fulfilled. They're happier. They're whatever their niche is. They're then making an impact on that person and that family. And then, of course, that goes on and on and on, doesn't it? So yes. I could literally sit and it's probably goes into hundreds right now because of the people I serve and then who they're serving. And it, it feels... I can almost feel that warm glow when I think about that. And it, I'm so proud to be able to now say that. And when I worked in, in a corporation, you, can't, you can never get that, never. You, a business is, is very transactional. It's all about the profit. It's all about the bottom line, the numbers and all of that. Yes, it's enabling some people to pay their mortgages and pay their bills, but you can't, you can't even come close to that, that, that soulful impact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is this is something that I'm also very talk, passionate about talking in terms of being sold up businesses because you know like one of the problems with the traditional business model, like especially the bigger corporations that are not so led, and the vast majority of them are not even close to being so led, is that whatever good they're doing. There's also so much harm that they're doing in terms of that, you know, oftentimes people don't even realize uh, the environmental harm that they're doing, uh, whether it's in terms of, I mean, just a very, like, I don't know, there's all kinds of little big things, you know, the way you use your energy and, and you're not cognizant of it or how much packaging and paper you use in the products that you produce or the way that you you know your office culture is and and the impact that it has the waste that you create or you know like how socially responsible are you being in terms of let's say giving equal pay for equal work or you know providing um you know friendly uh policies and environments for example for women to work in where there isn't sexual harassment where you know they're able to get time off that they need to take care of their children if they have children you know all those kinds of things there's like so much damage that's going on and we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to face up to it because we're like, oh no, they're doing this one good thing where they're creating jobs that allow people to pay their bills. Mm -hmm. um, but there's so much more. I mean, yeah. life is not, happiness is not about, like about so much more than just being able to pay your bills. And um, what would you say to those who believe money does not equate to happiness and true fulfillment and isn't it an interesting one that i think there's there are some that almost feel you can only have one or the other you can't so like you can't be spiritual and still desire wealth you, you, money doesn't buy happiness and all, all of these sort of phrases that we have but actually i i truly believe that money enhances so if someone's a good person, they're still going to be a good person if they've got plenty of money and they're going to be able to do good things with that money because they're motivated as a good person to, to be good. The same will be the same for the reverse. If someone has 
a, a negative element to them, then that's likely to get exaggerated. And I think the, the beautiful thing of being able to exchange money as energy between lots of different ways is that it adds it adds a commitment to everything and it amplifies us. So, you know, I always say to, to my clients, if you're looking to work with somebody and they're, they're into mind, always try and take even a really small deposit from that person because it means energetically they've made a commitment and it doesn't matter whether that commitment ends up being fulfilled in a month, two months, even six months time, they've made a commitment. Like if I put down a deposit, this perhaps isn't the greatest example now with global travel being in, in a, a strange position, but if I was to put a deposit down on a holiday, I'm going on that holiday. I've energetically committed to that holiday unless you know something really dramatic happens. And I think we amplify our energy by using money. And if we're able to make a difference to others, and that might be because we're providing employment we're giving people other opportunities you know it's not all about just giving your money away by a very long way i'm not i'm not for a minute saying we should all desire to be wealthy to give it all away money makes life easier on a day-to-day -day basis and you know i'm able to have people come in and help help me in my home and they then get paid for doing that so i'm making a difference to their lives they're helping me i'm helping them so it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think money makes life easier, for sure. It removes, it can remove stress. It can remove that feeling of lack. And once you're in a place of abundance, it will just grow and grow and grow in every sense of your life. So if you're abundant in money, you feel more easily abundant in happiness, in, in love, in the relationships that you have, as opposed to being in lack in money, it can end up leading to you struggle with your relationships and your work's not enjoyable for you and it bleeds into all areas that is so true that is so true so how do you believe we can all play our part in making the world a happier place i think really really recognizing that we do all have a part to play in that that we're not we're not isolated beings are we we are all connected we are all energetically aligned in one way or another and if we can we can't influence everybody else and we can do what we can so being there to support those around us but actually being a hundred percent responsible for our own happiness it has to start with us and all too often you hear about things happening to someone and then something else happened then something else happened and we've all got those people in our lives that they seem to just attract like magnets, kind of bad luck. And they've always got a dramatic story to tell you. Well, they've created that position for themselves. And then the reverse of that is those people that almost self-generate and radiate happiness. And they, they seem to have more abundance in everything than they can possibly deal with themselves. Well, they've created that themselves as well. So starting, we can only start with ourselves. So if we start with ourselves, we maintain our own. It was it was World Mental Health Day recently. You know, doing what we need to do to maintain our own happiness, our own mental health, being open and available to talk with others about their mental health, as opposed to oh no, we don't talk about that and shying away from it. It starts with us, and then again, it's that ripple effect. You know, finding a way to 
to share your happiness and knowing that it's not finite you, you know it's not going to run out if you if you give away your happiness and share it there is more it's not my my I've got two two boys seven and nine and um they often ask me who do you love more mommy well what if the love runs out and I'll say it's totally infinite the love I've got is just continuous it's never going to run out it doesn't disappear and our happiness needs to be the same doesn't it Yes, you just reminded me of the saying. I don't know if it's an English saying or if I'm just translating it in my head from all the times I've heard it in my language. Um, but it's this notion that uh, sharing love, happiness, positive emotions of this sort, it multiplies them. And when you share your grief or sadness or um, anytime you're in difficulty and you share that with others it actually reduces it yes I don't think there is a phrase I can't think of a phrase in English like that but I love that concept and it's true isn't it you know I think we what we say in, in English is a problem shared is a problem halved <sighs> so that works and there might be an extension to that beyond which which leads into the happiness but definitely a problem shared is a problem halved it's very true isn't it I think we can create more of something the more we bottle it in and whether or not it's finding a solution to a problem mm. another another sort of thought is great for it or whether it is just sharing for, for, for getting it off your chest then yeah it's absolutely true but then the same with with the happiness you know you, now that we're not wearing masks nearly as often we can smile at one another again and I've really missed that. Um, you know, I'm I'm a smiler and I, I love the challenge of how many people can I get to smile back at me today? Uh, and you know, I don't travel very often on public transport, but, you know, if you do that, particularly in the UK, in somewhere like London, nobody looks up, they all look uh -oh. down and they're, they're very, ice, you know, they're very blinkered. Yeah. And I wasn't brought up like that at all. I smile and say hello to everybody and I think they think I'm slightly strange by doing that but uh -huh. it's sharing that happiness yeah but if you smile at someone most of the time they will smile back at you yeah that's so true that is so true you know i must say like for a long time i didn't smile i actually forgot how to smile because i'm a trauma survivor and in the aftermath of the trauma i experienced i literally forgot to smile and then when i started to find my happiness again and find my smile back i was just so excited to be smiling all the time yeah and um yeah sometimes people do give you like these weird looks so why are you so happy you have to have a reason to be happy and i'm like no i'm just happy yeah yeah and that's that's the beautiful thing isn't it you know it's almost childlike of if I, I what you know they say worry is is mostly concerned about something that hasn't happened and isn't going to happen and yet we consume ourselves with all these scenarios of well this might happen and then this and then this and we create this big thing around worry and actually the majority of the time whatever it was wasn't going to happen anyway so centering yourself in this very moment and living in a very present state of mind can can just mean that you now most of us have got so much to smile about mm. and worrying about the well this and then this and then this and then this. in that very moment if you're standing 
you're breathing you've got something to smile about in every situation if you're in that very very now mentality yes and you know one thing that I have found I I was sharing this I think with you earlier and some other people earlier also uh, for our listeners they will be aware or they if you if, if you go on my actual podcast page where all my episodes are listed you'll see this is actually a pretty new podcast so I started this podcast like a few weeks ago and my intention was that you know eventually I would um, like my goal was that I would invite other coaches trainers and healers to do interviews but just to get get things going get the ball rolling I did the first few episodes on my own and in the meantime with lots and lots of enthusiasm I started sending out literally hundreds of messages sometimes hundreds of messages in a day (laughs) to everyone that I could think of uh, that I could find any kind of connection with be like hey would you like to be on my show and I wasn't sure about you know what kind of a response I would get because most of those messages were going out to people that I didn't already have a relationship with Um, and um, by the grace of God you know I've been having such a positive response like so many amazing coaches trainers and healers have been getting back to me and um, we have been having a fabulous time and I give a lot of that credit to just the fact that I'm in such a happy, positive energy. Yeah, I think there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for that. I think I've noticed that when I take care of myself and my energy, and I don't, I don't get slipping back into my old ways of just doing, 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 and, and being very masculine dominated of getting things done if I allow and I'm more peaceful with myself that's when I can attract more and and it feels much more just comfortable like I know that there's, there's processes I can put in place in my business and I can work really hard and almost do the hustle but actually the clients that come through that route just haven't felt quite as aligned as the ones who find me because I know that my vibration is right and it matches with theirs. Yes, love that. So when we're talking about making change more fun and easy, talking about making business more fun and easy, um, serving people more fun and easy, it's so important to be in this higher vibration and find other people and work, prioritize, like really maybe even say, you know what, uh, I'm going to just choose to work with the people who help me, uh, who are in synergy with me and who are able to help me stay in this higher vibration and maybe grow even higher. And I want work with the people who are pulling me down even if they can give me some money in the moment it's not it's not worth it no it's really not and I've I've absolutely made that mistake in my past and and I think many will if they're honest with themselves say the same that I've worked with people that actually now I would maybe even explore that conversation a little bit more it's not to say they didn't get benefit because I'm I'm not that 
kind of merciless, but it just didn't. There was there was just something not not right. Um, and I think we should listen to that. And and again, it's it's that being very tuned in, being led by your soul, tuning into your intuition, and and acting on it without fear of well how can you even say that i've i've actually been able to even more step into my power and listen to that over recent months by actually refusing to work with someone who approached me asked to work with me there wasn't any almost sort of sales process involved in the conversation at all it was no she she knew she'd been following me she absolutely wanted to work with me and it was clear that as the conversation progressed she'd worked with lots and lots of coaches in the past and Lots of them had, in her view, some quite serious shortcomings. They hadn't helped to do this, and that person didn't do this for me, and then I blamed this person for this. And mm. I felt very, very sort of blame victim energy from this person. And I was very honest and said, if though all of those people, some of which I knew, very respected coaches, if they can't help you, then I can't either it's not something that an external person can and and i i just said said no it's it's not for me and it's as much as i i want to help those that come i i want to be honest if i think i can or not um and like exactly like you say i get so much from my clients in terms of the energy exchange the the learning the way that i'm not lifted by the end of a session it's a very emotional connection mm. and when they go it's like the proud parent and off they go and we celebrate and it's it's amazing um so I want that to be right and, and I've always said if it if this you know if I wouldn't spend time with somebody on a personal level it's not right that I serve you because we need to connect mm. yeah yeah and you know, I think on that note, I'm going to move us to wrap up the session for today. I loved so much talking with you, Sarah, and I love Sarah, and I loved everything that you had to share. And um, yeah, and I will just encourage all of our listeners that please, he, if there's one takeaway that you're going to take away from today, this last bit of advice that Sarah was giving about make sure you're a good energetic match with the coaches, trainers, healers, or anyone when you reach out for help, make sure you're a good energetic match with that person. And if you feel yourself in a good energetic match with Sarah right now, reach out to her. She's yeah. so brilliant. I'm more than open to that yeah and if you feel you're in a good energetic match with me reach out to me <laughs> uh, i'll be also so happy to help and serve um and so with that sarah any other last uh words that you have for us right now no just for everybody to keep shining their light and doing their thing in as big a way as possible if you have a purpose if you're if you feel you have a gift you owe it to the world to share it not to hide it so be visible be bigger be seen and, and make your impact on the world 